What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name is Seth, and quick reminders to play COD Modern Warfare, Call of Duty. I always say COD. I assume you know what that is. I'm sure you do, but in case you don't, that's Call of Duty. That is on PlayStation Plus and The Witness. Make sure to download those, play those, and come back to the month for Plus Club. Let us know your opinions on those games. We'll let you know our opinions. Uh, game of the month, I picked it. Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Martyr, which is an ARPG top-down Diablo-esque type game with skill trees, loot, stuff like that. Play that, come back at the end of month four. Game of the month, talk to us about that game as well. We're going to let you know all we thought about that one. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you'd prefer to listen to us, and if you're listening to us, check us out on YouTube at Tasty Loot Gaming. If you want to watch us and watch what we are looking at in these videos, we film every single episode. And we have a Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Tasty Tuesday. Chevy's not here. He is on vacation, so it's just me. I'm going to try and do this the best I can. I typically like having someone to kind of uh, bounce back and forth conversation, but uh, I can handle this on my own. I'm, I'm a strong, independent boy, so I will take care of this myself. Uh, originally, I had a couple things I wanted to talk about uh, topic-wise. But I realized that there are three trailers that have dropped in the last couple days. So I feel like I need to watch those because I haven't seen any of them. Uh, trailers being Nino Kuni 2, uh, the Tale of the Timeless Tome DLC trailer, uh, which is a DLC coming out for Nino Kuni 2, uh, Shen Mu 3 gameplay trailer. This will actually show gameplay, not just cinematics. Uh, supposed to show combat as well. Have not watched that. And uh, last but not least, Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice launch trailer, because yes, that is coming out this month, and I'm so excited. This is actually, uh, I think, more storyline-driven, maybe? We'll see. It's like two and a half minutes. So pretty long. Before I get into that, though, I had a couple topics, like I said, that I want to talk about. I'm going to shotgun through those real quick, because I want to just kind of get this going. So the first thing is a new update has come out for the PS4. I'm sure it added a couple things, but the big thing it added was remote play on iOS and iOS only. Uh, it is worth noting that you could play PlayStation 4 games on your Vita via remote play before, but now they have made it so you can play uh, games on iOS devices and iPads. Uh, you will have to download a specific app to do this. Um, but yeah, this is a brand new feature for iOS and hopefully soon Android devices. It'd be very nice for me to be able to do that too. Um, if you go into the comments, uh, every single person is saying something about hoping to get this on Android. Uh, so it, as per usual, uh, iPhone gets stuff first. Uh, what I think about this is uh, I think it's pretty cool. So far, I've seen a lot of people talk about it and a lot of people are excited for it. Uh, I think it's neat. Um, talking about how they've been able to do this on their Vita already for a long time or saying that uh, if this is the future of gaming, they're not interested in it because they don't necessarily enjoy it uh, as much as um, other people are enjoying it. Some people are saying also that there is lag issues, but I could see that being part of multiple different factors considering you know people have different uh routers different networks stuff like that your phone or device might not be as good as other people's because i've seen other people play just uh just fine it seems so that's going to be um kind of hit or miss um overall though i think it's neat um it adds a new way to be able to play your ps4 games 
adds a new dimension to that, which is pretty cool. Um, I can't necessarily see a reason I would use this outside of just trying it out to see how it works. But um, for people who maybe want to play their PS4 in a separate room than where their PS4 is at, maybe they're in bed and they want to play PS4 games uh, on their phone, um, they have that option. So, I mean, that's that's cool. Uh, other than that, though, I can't really think of a whole lot of reasons why you would want to use this uh, outside of novelty. Let me know in the comments uh, if you've used this, if you plan on using this, are you interested in this? And what are some reasons to use this? Because I struggle with knowing uh why somebody would um would prefer to do this but you know to each their own people have different preferences i want to try it though i think it's neat you know i I say all the time i really like new technology and uh you know new features and stuff like that and so i'd like to try it it looks kind of neat um from the videos i've seen so far it seems like you can play it uh either vertical or horizontal and there are soft uh transparent buttons on your screen and you pretty much see what you would see on your screen uh on your ps4 uh only your button inputs are on the screen itself so pretty neat pretty cool i did not expect this to roll out and uh yeah like i said hopefully it comes out to android soon next topic i wanted to talk about and i'm gonna talk about but do it quickly is uh, there's apparently a planned strike uh, amongst uh, the player base that exists within Anthem. Now, of course, Anthem has been um, hit or miss with certain people, some people outright uh, completely boycotting it, uh, some people outright uh, just not being interested in it or not wanting to support EA, and some people just not interested in the game in general. And then, of course, there are people who are enjoying the game, playing the game actively, playing it and falling out of it quickly. There's a lot of different people things gone with the game already but um and i'm full transparency not playing this game so i am only knowing about this through what i hear but uh maybe i should just read this directly because like i said i don't know this from experience so uh according to altchar which i do not know what this website is but it is on pretty much every other gaming website at this point too this article just is nice and condensed some of them were really long uh We'll, we'll read about um, this boycott that's happening. Uh, it says, Bioware and EA have seemingly managed to mess up a looter shooter by not delivering enough loot as Anthem players are on a massive strike that is set to last from um, the 11th until the 15th of March 2019 in order to protest in hopes of getting better loot. I want to just say that it already, this website's already showing their cards a bit and that they uh, they're with... The, um, they're supporting the boycott because that wording seemed um, pretty negative. Continuing, Anthem has had a rough start that could easily be seen as the worst one in recent history had it not been for Bethesda and Fallout 76. Aside from technical, is- technical issues that included alleged bricking of PlayStation 4 consoles, unsatisfying gameplay, UI, and a plethora of other uh, problems, Bioware have managed to botch the loot in a looter shooter game. Players couldn't feel any sense of pride in accomplishment since Anthem's launch due to meaningful drops being as plentiful as onion crops in winter. Then a bug happened that lasted about 11 hours where players received loot that many considered to be gratifying, but Bioware eventually fixed it. The loot bug is exactly the focus of the protest organized on Reddit as of uh, over... 
11,000 users have upvoted a call for boycotting Anthem in a period between 11 and the 15th, 11th and the 15th of March, 2019. BioWare have not responded officially as of writing this article, but it is expected that the movement will not go unnoticed. While the title of the post is rather uh, ambitious, to say the least, asking players to show EA and Bioware that investors might pick up on the major issues the companies are causing for the users, uh, it is not possible that their voices. It is not possible that their voices could be heard. This article's written kind of weird. Um, even though a drop of anywhere between. Uh, 10,000 and 200,000 players between three different platforms may not be that noticeable. There are other ways this movement can influence the decision-making. The thread is sitting on top of Anthem subreddit with 20 silver, 10 gold, and 8 platinum guildings uh, as of time of writing. Uh, this should be enough to draw a gaze of anyone monitoring EA and Bioware's progress with the title as it is supposed to be uh, a big launch of... Um, 2018 shouldn't that be 2019 judging by the massive marketing budget ea blew on it so this this article is definitely viewing this um or anthem in a negative light um which i think is a bit unfair but the information is about the same i've read anywhere else uh so to put that together people and when i say people certain people in anthem who are playing it feel like the drop rates for i guess uh end game gear uh, we're not fair. And because of a glitch uh, that lasted a little bit, um, 11 hours, people were getting loot uh, faster than they were before. Uh, and then they fixed that. So they weren't getting the loot as fast as they were before. Now, I can't speak on uh, the drop rates and whether it was, you know, more fair or less fair or whatever. But um, I think there's some interesting things going on here. Uh, first off, it sounds like some people were upset with uh, drop rates. Um, that could mean that they are unfair. I've talked with some people who are playing the game, and uh, most of them don't seem to think so. But, um, you know, there's a bunch of people who might think so. I also know some people, you know, will take the shortest route to get gear as possible. So anything that was faster and easier for them to get that loot will definitely be more beneficial to them. And they're going to prefer that. I mean, if anyone finds a way to exploit anything in a game online, they typically will do it um, as long as they can. I've seen it a million times. So it's really hard to tell without seeing the, the exact numbers in front of me um, if the original drop rates versus the glitched drop rates, which one is more fair. It makes sense that if this was a glitch and out of the ordinary, they would fix it. It is interesting, though, that people in the community, I was going to say the community, but like I said, I've talked to people who don't think that this, you know, was something that was needed, the the glitched uh, drop rates. Um, it is interesting to see that the community is now um, really adamant about how they think that the drop rates are not fair and that that was closer to what they wanted. Um, it's also interesting that they're organizing a boycott, even though I think it's weird that it is between the 11th and the 15th. Because, which is now, because um, I don't know if <laughs> if you're going to protest something and not play something to, uh, you know, let them know you're unhappy, telling them that you're going to be back on the 15th 
I don't know how much you're going to do. I mean, it is negative press for them, but you're coming right back. So it's, it's kind of a weird tactic in my opinion. Um, hopefully in my opinion as well, um, they find a way to quell this and maybe readjust drop rates in a way that can make people feel better, but not necessarily give everything away to you as well. Because like I said, I don't know how fast it was dropping with that glitch, but if it was like really easy, you're going to run out of game pretty quickly. And I, and I know a lot of people are kind of complaining about the end game of the game already, but uh, you, you have to find a balance. So I'm hoping that Bioware already has that balance or can find something to adjust slightly that can make everybody happy. Because if people are playing this game and they're unhappy with that, they're not going to keep playing it. So it's 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 kind of a tricky situation. I'd like to know more um, on just how bad the original drop rates are versus the glitch drop rates, where the glitch drop rates just so good that you wouldn't want to go back. People just want that shit faster. I don't know. It's hard to tell. So um, let me know in the comments if you have information on this that could maybe um, uh, brighten my view on this and understand it better. Or if you're playing the game, what's your opinion on drop rates already? And if you experience the drop rates during the glitched 11 hours, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to that topic. Um, and like I said, I hope they can find something some middle ground. Hopefully they can find something that makes everybody happy. I get both sides 100%. But if people in the community are getting fucked by the game, I think that needs to get fixed. But um, if it was just a difference of, hey, it's easier now and then it's not easy anymore, I think you're probably going to have to get over that. So we'll see uh, how this rolls out and if it will have any effect at all. Maybe it'll just continue the way it's been and the like four days they're taking off isn't going to do anything. I don't know. It's a really weird, really weird situation, but, uh, just more negative, uh, news when it comes to Anthem. That game is really, uh, having problems left and right. And like I've said a couple times, just to be fair, I, I know people who are playing it and enjoying it and not having issues. So it really seems like it's, it's hit or miss for, for everybody. So let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to that topic. Uh, give me details and let me know your overall thoughts on Anthem in general. Uh, okay, so let's get into trailers. Let's do this uh, tasty uh, React fucking video. I got three videos. Let's watch it. First one is Nino Kuni 2, The Tale of Timeless, a Timeless Tome DLC trailer. Nino Kuni 2 came out um, a while ago and... Um, I've played it extensively. I'm on the very last chapter of the game, and I, I really liked it. It lacks a story that's really that great, but the gameplay is awesome. New content. Really excited for that. Um, hopefully, it's a good chunk of new content. Let's jump into it and find out. Three, two, one, and go. Now, this is supposed to take place in some kind of dream. And it looks like we are getting something dreamlike with the creepy bunny man. The environment also looks a lot different than what I'm used to with uh, the original content. Nightmares. Seems like we have new enemies. Kind of cool looking. 
the bubbles. Got the old uh, flying boy. The wizard's companion. Now, martial methods, I think, is something they added after I played the game. So I'm unfamiliar with that. Looks like we got new Higgledies. Should look pretty fucking cool. I like that, it looks cool. Solosium Slog? Coliseum Solos? Two's battles against the clock and toughest enemies yet. So, seems like some kind of endless battle, maybe endgame type thing. That guy's creepy as fuck. Oh, he's dope! I need to go sit down and beat this. Like I said, I'm on the last chapter, there's really no excuse. I believe this also comes out this month as well, which is just another thing I gotta pick up. Alright, available 319.19, so yeah, it's coming out this month pretty soon, which is uh, discouraging because I and buying a new game every fucking week and it's uh it's exciting to have that many new games to play but it's it costs money and time and i'm running out of running out of my fucking life um yeah so here's some details on nino kuni 2 and uh before i go into that uh i thought the trailer was cool it's kind of quiet like as a trailer i don't really like the way they did it it was very eerie almost but the stuff they showed off was really cool looking. Um, the locations are cool. Um, got me excited to play it again. Made me want to play the original content and makes me want to play the new content. Um, going through this, uh, it says that uh, this will be adding character S episodes. So you're going to be able to delve into each character's past, which is kind of interesting. Uh, actually, it's really interesting. Um, I like that a lot of JRPGs um, are kind of like retroactively... Uh, allowing you to um, get more lore from the story that you know you've already spent like a hundred hours in, um, just just gives more um, to chew on. Uh, high Higgledies, the keys to the story. Uh, high Higgledies are special beings born from people's emotions. Though they dwell in the heart of one's memories and thoughts, they seem to be exposed to the threat of the nightmares. Uh, Evan and others receive a request from a conductor to save them. High Higgledies are also reliable partners in battle. They will fight alongside you uh, as reassuring allies. Uh, so new Higgledies. Which, if you're not familiar with the game, are kind of like uh, kind of like Pokemon. You uh, you find new ones, you make new ones, and then in battle they'll show up randomly, and you can like kind of execute moves uh, when they're ready to execute them. So you're running around attacking shit, and then you see one get ready, and you can run over and, and use it, which is kind of a cool mechanic. Uh, number three, uh, new martial methods: the wizard's companion and Martha's method. Uh, large. 
the first large-scale add-on, the Lair of the Lost Lord, added a new combat-style system called uh, Martial Methods. In this add-on, two new Martial Methods are introduced. Uh, like I said, I have not played since they added that. I will have to check that out. It's kind of cool they added some kind of new combat um, aspect to the game. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details of that, but they are two new uh, parts of that combat system, which is very cool. Uh, new enemies, the Nightmares which um, is also exciting, gives something new and fresh to do in a game that already feels like it had quite a bit of different types of enemies uh, in the game. Uh, Battle Arena Solosium Slog, um, which is a battle arena with a randomly generated battle set against the clock. A series of high difficulty battles await, and depending on your rank, which is determined by your clear time, you can receive prize from one of five classes, utilize your weapons and martial methods in order to get the best items. So yeah, it seems like some kind of end game um, arena, which, you know, endless arenas are kind of, you know, whatever, but at least it's something to kind of grind out the best gear. I I, I like that. Uh, number six, new equipment, over 100 types added. This expansion adds over 100 types of new weapons and armor. That's pretty impressive. That makes me want to buy it alone. That is a lot of new content. Um, so doesn't really give any examples of it aside from a couple pictures, but uh you know, 100 things new to the game to use. That's awesome. I'm, I'm actually really excited for that. Uh, and number seven, what are the conductor's expectations? I believe the conductor is that rabbit face dude. Um, the rabbit face conductor appears in Evan's dreams. What are his intentions for uh, in contacting Evan and the others? Dot, 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 question mark. I don't know, but maybe I'll find out. Um, yeah, this sounds awesome to me. It sounds like a good chunk of content. Um you know, new area, new stuff to do, new endless arena type thing or time attack arena, a uh, hundred new items to use, which is awesome. Two new types of um, moves in their new combat system and new Higgledies. So, I mean, this is really kind of expanding the game. This is DLC that I that I like to see. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to play it. I really, I think I won't be picking this up though until I actually beat the game because I need to sit down and beat it before I spend more money on the game. But I want to support this game. I'm really excited. And I need to check out what the last DLC was because I was not aware that that came out. So apparently I've been out the loop. But overall, really excited. Can't wait to try this. And yeah, let me know in the comments what do you think about Nino Kuni 2, the tale of the Timeless Tome DLC. Uh, have you played Nino Kuni 2? What'd you think of it? Have you not played it? Why aren't you playing it? Are you not into these kind of games? This isn't your kind of... Uh, cup of tea and um if you are playing this are you planning on picking up this dlc and did you pick up the last one would you recommend it because uh i want to try it let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to nino kuni 2 and its dlcs uh next video is shenmue 3 gameplay trailer this is just a gameplay trailer so we're gonna see somebody pushing sticks around and pressing buttons and doing things in a game but it's shenmue 3 and i really like shenmue 1 and 2 so I'm already really excited for this. I bought the um, the remake, uh, remastered one and two. I need to play through it on there on the PS4, but uh, especially before this comes out. But uh, I'm I'm already really excited for Shenmue Three. It's kind of amazing. It's even coming out. It's a crazy time to uh, to be alive in gaming. Uh, getting games like this that should have never gotten their sequel, getting their sequel. Um, the cinematics so far that I've seen for the game look really cool. The music's great. The visuals are great. Definitely has that 
newer looking old school Dreamcast look to it, which I appreciate. I, I you know, it it adds to continuity in my opinion. I like that the game looks similar to the other ones. Um, yeah, so excited to see gameplay. Let's do it. In three, two, one, and go. Okay, let's say we're gonna start. Got his ass beat. <laughs> Who the fuck are you calling kid? He's Joey Ramon looking motherfucker. ちょっと恥ずかしい the game, I, I like the way it looks because it reminds me of the original games, but it does look slightly dated and it does look stiff in the way it moves. My nostalgia likes that, but I'm trying to be objective and what I'm looking at in terms of 2019 quality. It's interesting. Kick his ass. It's also interesting too that the original Shenmue was built off of, I believe, the Virtual Fighter engine. So it had fighting engine mechanics in it, which made sense, but there isn't a Virtual Fighter now. So they're gonna have to make this from scratch. So I wonder if that will. Uh, I mean, it's a newer game, so it's gonna be beneficial in some way, I'm sure, but. I'm curious on how that will affect the game. You know, when I read there was going to be combat shown, I assumed it'd be more than just people sparring in a front yard of some drunk Unreal Engine. Beautiful. Whoa. Um... Yeah, so uh, the trailer, I think the trailer was cool. Um, it looked pretty much how I thought it would look. Uh, I'd like to see it look a little better, but I don't think it looks bad. Like I said, my nostalgia is really liking the way it looks, but it looks almost like a remaster, a little better than a remaster. Um, but uh, I really want to play it just because I want to see where the story goes. Um, it looks like it's going to be fun. I don't know if it's going to be for everybody, though, to be honest. Um, you know, There's enough Shenmue fans out there that, that are going to want to play this. But uh, as for new people, I don't know if you're going to be able to pull them in on this. But uh, but yeah, overall, it was it was cool. Um, I'm not super excited based off the trailer. I'm just excited, like I said, based off of my um, liking of the series. But uh, yeah, I feel like the trailer could have been better for sure. Um, cool overall, though, and I am excited for this game to come out. Let me know in the comments, what do you think about Shenmue 3 gameplay trailer? Did this do it for you? Did it not do it for you? Um, did you play the prior games? Are you interested in playing them now, whether you played them or not in the past? 
Uh, did this trailer make you want to play this game? Are you interested in this game in general or are you not interested in this game in general? Let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Shenmue 3 and its gameplay trailer. Last video I'm going to watch, one I'm very excited for, game I'm going to buy first day I got to fucking play this game, uh, is Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, launch trailer, launch trailer, this game's finally fucking coming out, uh, really excited for this game, um, made by From Software, who makes, you know, the Soul series, Bloodborne, uh, I wish they would make a fucking Armored Core, please, love Armored Core, it's one of my favorite old series, um, and yeah, they're finally kind of breaking away from their Souls uh, pattern, I guess. Uh, this game still seems like it kind of follows some of that formula, but they are finally kind of going for a more story-oriented, and of course, the Souls games have story, but you make your own characters like that. This has a single character you're playing as, going through their story arc. Um, seems like there's more freedom and traversal in this game. It, they're finally kind of doing some new stuff. Uh, the engine also looks like a new engine, or uh, at least different or modified from the prior games. It doesn't look like a Souls game to me in its graphics or its movements. So this is really exciting to see from software doing something new, something that's going to break them apart from uh, what we expect as much as I know we would all love Bloodborne 2 and a new Dark Souls but I'm very excited for this. I can't wait to play this. So that being said, let's just jump into this video right the fuck now. Three, two, one, and go. Got some kind of bowl with some burning hay. That was cool. The movements look really good compared to like their prior games. So this looks like a newer game. Oh, I love the imagery. Activision, that's a weird one. Defend your master with your life. If he is taken, bring him back at any cost. I love the look of this game. Some of this kind of reminds me of Tenchu as well, which is kind of cool. And from software, that was fucking dope. From software actually owns the rights to Tenchu too, which is kind of weird. My lord, I have come for you. So the noble shinobi stands in our way. This is sick looking. Fate still doesn't want you dead. This game has like an interesting resurrection respawn mechanic. There's that traversal talking about. This is fucking dope looking. This is the best trailer I've seen so far.
Dark Souls esque boss. I want to use the big sword. Twenty second. This is coming out. All right. So um, I kind of said it. I was kind of saying a lot of things there. I apologize for anybody who likes to stay quiet during the reactions. But um, that was the best trailer I've seen for this game so far, which is great because a lot of times when it's a launch trailer, they kind of just throw something out real quick to show you and remind you that it's coming out. That was a really well done trailer um, for this game. Uh, every trailer I've seen for this game so far has been awesome. Uh, and they've all gotten me excited, but I'm biased. I like fucking from software. So they got any game. I'm stoked for it. But that one really did a good job on building that hype and getting you really excited. Like, I can't wait to play this game now. Um, we saw a lot of really cool stuff in that trailer. Um, a lot of like it really showed off the um, the movements of combat and how much how far they've come in the way that that is. Um, some really cool finishing moves. Uh, the part where the dude was shooting the arrows and he was like deflecting him and stuff, that was fucking badass. Um, even though he got uh, killed, it seems, um, kind of showed off that mechanic. I know you can like lay there and let an enemy assume you're dead and walk off and come back up. Or I think you like respawn uh, if you don't want to resurrect there with whatever, whatever their, uh, their souls are in this game. Um, I'm not quite sure. Let me know in the comments if you can clear that up for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall, really excited for this game. I can't wait to play this game. Um, as soon as I can, I will. Uh, and, yeah, that trailer was awesome. Gameplay looks awesome. And I'm just really excited for something new, different, but also kind of familiar from From Software. From From Software. That's an interesting one to say. Uh, yeah. Uh, although I still want a fucking Armored Core, please. Um, I know there's that... Armored Core-esque game on Switch, but it's not It's not the same. It's not the same. Let me know in the comments. What do you think about Sekiro Shadows Die Twice? Are you excited for this game? Are you not excited for this game? Are you picking this up? Are you not picking this up? Uh, do you like From Software? I'm sure you do. I think most people do. Um, if you don't, let me know why. Are you not a big Souls fan, Bloodborne fan? Which one do you prefer? I actually really like Bloodborne, but the, of course I love Souls uh, series. And... Uh, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Are you as hyped as I am? As hyped as everybody is. Everybody's fucking excited for this game. Uh, let me know everything you think about when it comes to that. And that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday. A little unorthodox, a little kind of all over the place. But I had a lot to fit in here. Um, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams on Twitch at Tasty Senpai, all one word. If you don't want to watch me on Twitch, you can watch me here. I dual stream when I stream. So you can be on YouTube. You can be on Twitch. doesn't matter. You can watch me anywhere. Um, but uh, hit the notification button to know when I go live. Uh, we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, save some data. Don't watch the video. Just want to listen to the audio. Although I would definitely uh, say to watch the video. We do a lot more with it than the audio. But... Listen and watch it how you please. And we have a Discord link down below. Uh, talk to us anytime, all the time. Uh, keep the political talk a little low, though. I'm trying to keep that separate from just talking about games and making everyone just enjoy talking about games. Um, yeah. And quickly, too, I wanted to mention uh, I released TastyCast 
as a premiere to try out what a premiere does. And it was very interesting because it released it, told people it's coming out, which I kind of like that. Um, but when it released, it allowed everybody to watch it together and talk together, which I thought was kind of a cool thing. But it seemed like some people were confused and thought it was live, which would be really fucking cool to be able to do that live like that. But uh, just to clear that up, that was not live. That was pre-filmed, edited, uploaded, and posted as a premiere. Uh, We've gotten suggestions, uh, namely by um, uh, Psycho from in the Discord, uh, saying that he thought it'd be interesting for us to uh, uh, use premiere as a premiere as um, or for um, Plus Club or Game of the Month, which I think is not a bad idea. I'd be interested in trying that out. But uh, if you were there for that or you're interested in that, um, you can go watch TasteCast and open up the live chat and watch uh, the chat roll in as the video was going when it premiered. And let me know what you think about premieres and uh, where you think they would fit in with our shows or not at all. Because I'm curious about it. I thought it was kind of neat, but at the same time, it was kind of confusing for everybody. So I wanted to clear that up a bit. And uh, yeah, kind of neat. But I don't know if I want to use it for every single episode. So let me know what you think about that in the comments below. Uh, Yeah, as always, thanks for watching, guys. My name's Seth, and take it easy, guys.